Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my name is Jack, and here again is another podcast on autism. Um, and for this podcast, I'm going to do something a bit more personal. Mostly of my life so far of an autistic man. Um, so I've decided to do this, this sort of a perspective from someone who has lived with autism for almost 22 years now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I may be one of over 700 people who have autism in the UK, and it is rarely discussed. But when it is discussed, it is for all the wrong reasons, such as a cure for it, or discrimination or misunderstanding. This not only applies to me, but also to my family, who too have been affected by me and autism. It is only fair to have them included in this story that I'm going to tell you through this podcast today. For they, too, have helped me, and me, them, to understand myself and the autism I have, and how to live with it. I may be one of 700,000 people to have autism, but with my hope, I believe that by recording my story and sharing it on podium.me, that I will help people become more aware of the condition and also help people recognize its characteristics with people who don't know that they may have it and share my experiences so far with my life with autism. So to start off, I'll give a brief little rundown on the characteristics of our little trait known as autism. If anything, I don't see it don't see it as a disability. I rather see it as an ability or a trait. As it shapes that person's life and it doesn't severely affect your life unless you have low function in autism. If autism can be def- best described, it can be best described as a rainbow. Like a rainbow, you have a bright You have the brighter colours on top, and at the bottom you have the shadier colours. At the top of the rainbow, you have your high-functioning autism spectrums, like Asperger's syndrome, which I have, by the by. You can have life... You can live life normally without much difficulty. And at the bottom, with all the shadier colours, you have the low-functioning autistic spectrum, where normal life is quite difficult and much help in terms of learning and normal life is needed. For people who have it, it can take years for them to be diagnosed with autism, but symptoms can be barely recognisable and seem normal until looked at closely. For me, I was aged 8 when I was diagnosed. For others, it can take longer. Symptoms range range differently between adults and children, but for simplicity, I will discuss the main and most common symptoms of characteristics. 
inappropriate playing with toys, difficulty in finding and maintaining friends, hyperactivity and passiveness, difficulty to adapt or to change, more sensitivity to lights and noises, poor or lack of speech, lack of awareness of danger, difficulty in reading facial expressions, attachments to objects, a speciality in topics and subjects, for me it's history, and finally, the increased sensitivity to touch. Now, since that is over, I will go on to the main purpose of this podcast, to discuss my life so far with autism. And hopefully with this, more recognition and awareness of autism will be known. And for any people who don't know if they may have autism yet, hopefully some resemblance of my past events with others and... Hopefully, some resemblance of my past events with others and to share my experience of autism with others. In my younger days as a child, before I was officially diagnosed with autism, I may have seemed to my family as slightly out of pace and bizarre. Heck, before my mum even knew anything about autism, she thought people with mental anomalies were all the same, even though they're not. People who are stereotypically thought to act like a chuff like a child in a grown man woman's body who may find it difficult to live a normal life without help or guidance when i was a young boy i had a huge passion for anything about cowboys wearing cowboy hats watching rodeo videos which my nan in canada always recorded for me and mailed to our home and i enjoyed listening to country music such as rich mccready and brooks and dunn whilst dancing and bouncing in my nappy one song in particular i and many members of my family have fond memories of is John Michael Montgomery's song, The Grundy County Auction Incident. I even liked the Dallas Cowboys American football team simply because, due to the fact, it had the cowboy name in it. But now, I like them because they are the better team than the rest. Obviously. I also had a tendency during my younger days to simply run up and down the long hallway in our old house just for fun. In school during my younger days, I might have been considered a loner by my classmates. For I found it harder to make friends and even harder to maintain them, even today. So much so that I tried making friends with all the popular kids, but eventually that friendship fell. But because of it, I found it easier to do work alone and even harder to work in groups, even with friends in my working group. And of course, like most children in their primary school days, I was prone to bullying, which I didn't take very well. Then in 2002, my family moved to Wales, Chiorki in particular, away from the home I was born in, in Weymouth. This was a huge change for me and I hated every moment of it. For the change was too enormous for me, new place, new home, a new area unknown to me. I still miss Weymouth to this day and pledge to myself to move back to our old home in the future. I even still cry about, still cry upon thinking about my old home. Nothing was particularly fond fond in my opinion during my stay in Chiorki, and nothing was well remembered. Then around 2003 we moved again, but staying in Wales, to Ferndale some few miles away from Chiorki. The area was slightly nicer than Chiorki and I made more friends in our new primary school of Darren Park. I made plenty of friends during my stay there, but in the end they stabbed me in the back and started bullying me due to my English background in a predominantly Welsh school. So much so, I spent most of my time in Ferndale outside my bedroom and playing my Xbox console, which in turn started my love for playing video games. Another plus during my time there was I was diagnosed with Asperger's Syndrome, which changed the way my vam- family viewed me in a good way, and also changed the way I thought of myself. 
When I first realised I had Asperger's syndrome, I didn't take it very well at first, mostly due to the worries of not being seen as normal to other people in my family, and also out of worry of the bullies using it as an excuse to bully me. But eventually, I just accepted it and lived with it as I do now. But every once in a while, there would be a little episodes which make us learn more about ourselves, and hopefully how we live with autism. Also during my time in Ferndale, I discovered my love for history. I started It started after watching the Walking with Dinosaurs TV series. I would watch the episodes again and again just to get more info about the dinosaurs themselves, their size, names, what they ate, their features and small facts about each creature. Upon learning about this, my parents wanted me to expand on my knowledge about them and gave me plenty of books related to prehistoric life, which I would read over and over again to get all the facts into my head. I also began becoming more interested in World War II. Unlike with dinosaurs and prehistoric life, my mum and dad gave me plenty of books and family history into the conflict to read and reminisce about. I finished primary school in 2006 and finished with flying colours. And then, surprise, we moved again after primary school, to Singeni. Mostly due to the fact we had family there and the house was too small for us, but also because we had family in that village and upon visiting the village many times, we were determined to move there. When we first moved to St Gennath back in 2006, it was the first time I was happy with living in Wales. St Gennath was in the countryside, just like our old house back in Weymouth. And also we had family, my uncle, auntie and her family there as well. Which made it all the more reassuring. Around this time as well, I started high school at Cardinal Newman Comprehensive School near Pontypridd. That was the best time of my life so far. I made many good friends there. Some I consider more than family, more like family than just friends. It was nice to finally have friends, for I found it quite hard previously to have a decent friend, and even harder to keep a good friendship. One of them in particular who I mostly considered a sister was a girl called Lauren Dix. When I first saw her, I did find her habits quite odd. Her fascination with a green book full of pictures which she always carried with her, and she saw herself as a wolf. But she reminded me of myself for some reason. I have my habits like a structured and organised lifestyle. She was also extremely gifted in her drawing, probably some of the most amazing drawings I have ever seen. And like her, I became gifted, but with my historical knowledge. She was one of many friends I am very thankful to have today. Others include Josh Davis, who is fantastic with almost every everything from the French language, computers, to his fascination with air travel. And also Jordan Criddle, who makes everyone laugh with his almost stand-up comedy style jokes and is very talented with filmmaking. Because of him, I became fascinated with filmmaking too and started making movies by myself and even have my own YouTube channel now. Everyone was talented with something in Numa and it just all struck me, from singing, cooking and science to the advanced levels of using computers. And they are without doubt the smartest people I have ever known and I am proud to have known and be friends with them. It was seven great years in Newman, good friendships and a more detailed pursuit into more historical knowledge. But being at high school and being teenagers at the time, I was exposed to probably the most daunting and most confusing thing I still find hard to compute, compute in my mind today. Relationships. It never really bothered me and I've never had a relationship with anyone, even now. It is very hard to understand, even for non-autistic people. Reading facial expressions and body language is extremely difficult to me and that is what flirting is, which makes it even harder. 
but it is all the other little things in trying to form relationships I found hard to compute. Compared to others, my life thus far has been kind of boring, for they have done things I haven't done or want to do, and I consider myself out of their league. But also, I found relationships distracting, and I just wanted to pass high school. People who physically showed interest in me, I thought were just being really, really friendly, so I just pursued being friends with them. Heck, if one smiles at me affectionately, I look behind me just to ensure they weren't looking at someone else. Yeah, me and relationships really don't look eye to eye, mostly because I was looking behind to ensure it wasn't looking at someone else. Although Cardinal Newman was good and I really enjoyed it fully, there were some hard knocks along the way. During sixth form, which is years 12 to 13, I finally dropped paleontology as a desired career after finding out I was completely awful with science. And to make it worse, I was on the verge of being kicked off the course due to my results and drop in science. So instead, I turned to history and had a better knack for that instead. And I worked harder than I ever worked before. And to not allow the previous five years to be for nothing. In the end, it was all worth it. I achieved top marks in all my assignments and reached the required grades in my exams. To finally finish with flying colours. So well that I... So well that I worked that I was considered student of the year, much to my disbelief. And even better, I was going to university, the first tuck in the family to do so, and probably the first autistic tuck to do so as well. But then another no hard knock came from this. When Newman ended, everyone just went their own separate ways and started new lives of their own. Some being parents, getting full-time jobs or going to universities across the British Isles. Most of us don't really talk to each other anymore, except on occasion. Even my closest friends did this, and I found it very hard to adjust to it, even now. I know it is to do with moving on with life, but I personally thought that no one was talking to me because of me. I didn't really move on until my second year in university. The only friend from Newman I stay in contact with is Laura Gould, and I consider her a truly good friend, and is almost like a sister to me. Around the middle of September 2013, I finally entered university, the University of South Wales campus in Pontypridd, to be exact. And like most people who entered university for the first time, it seemed daunting. This big boogeyman we were taught in high school to prepare and face, like it was our final initiation into child into adulthood. But in truth, it was the most enjoyable experience I have had in my life so far. To join other students, some of the smartest I have ever known, who know as much as I do, and to detest each other's knowledge is fantastic. And to help expand our already swollen minds with more historical knowledge is also fantastic as well as rewarding. This one guy, Thomas Jones, seems to know absolutely everything within the study of history. First thing that entered my mind was, why the hell isn't this guy in Oxford? They make the next J AJP Taylor out of this guy. I've made more friends than I've ever had before in my life. And they, without doubt, are some of the funniest and most awesome friends I have had alongside those I had from Newman. And it's really uplifted. And it's really uplifted me and made me very happy now. And university itself has changed me. I'm more politically opinionated, more of a joker, and more prone to fits of rage over historical inaccuracies in films, TV shows, and video games. Or that's just me. And at university, I finally made a career choice that I'm pursuing willingly today. Ironically, it came from, the, from a presentation on what two possible job choices we would pursue after university. The two choices were historian and photojournalist. 
But over time, and as the presentations went on, everyone else chose mostly historian, teacher, or other history-related jobs. But I wanted to be something different, and be different, so I chose photojournalism. And as I read more books from fellow journalists such as James Brabham and Alex Crawford, it really fascinated me even more and made me more willing to be like them, bringing stories and telling the truth about what's going on in the world. And I have also put my filmmaking skills to use in university and made some historical presentations with the Gmod game, much to everyone else's enjoyment, and hopefully some recognition. And this is where my story ends for now. Graduated uh, around July 2016, and we've moved to a new house in Ustrid Munnock, in the small neighbourhood of Hengoid. And now, after many months of looking for a job, I finally have one in the podcast production industry with Podium ME, which I have many thanks to give to them. And this is where my story ends, really, for now. Who knows what the future may hold for me, but I have a feeling that the future will be as eventful as my present right now. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to all my friends and family for their support. This is Jack Tuck, signing out.